Hey, everybody. Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another brand new episode. Today's features singer-songwriter Andrew Weber. I had a lot of fun hanging with Andrew, talking about some of his uh, music, his, uh, everything he's been working on, and uh, we play some live acoustic tunes for you. So hope you enjoy this one. Uh, also, big thanks t- for all of you listening uh, for making 2003 a great year. I uh, had a lot of fun recording these for you. hope you uh, found some uh, new music to listen to and uh, continue to tell friends about the show. And uh, we'll have a lot of more fun here in 24, celebrating 10 years of Rock Paper Podcast. Um, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, serving up all your craft beer needs. Over 25 rotating taps. Uh, so they um, got all kinds of beverages. You got your uh, food, you got your burgers, nachos, flatbread, pizzas, and salads, and pretzels, and all kinds of tasty eats out there, uh, including daily specials. Um, and you can get some great live music happening. Every Thursday, they kick off the weekend with Singo Bingo. This Thursday, December 28th is Drinking Songs, so come check that out. Friday, December 29th, Josh Liddig will be out there. And on Saturday, Corey Clapper on December 30th. And uh, you heard me talking about it, but they also recently launched a brand new location in Flint Hill, Missouri, just outside of Winsville there, uh, calling it Fly High. Um, you got your uh, Fly High Kitchen uh, for all-new dining experience out there. Same great beer, all kinds of uh, tasty drinks. And uh, you can see the brewing happening right in front of you. There's, uh, they got all the tanks there. It's really a uh, unique and special place out there. So come check out Fly High. And uh, this weekend on Friday, December 29th, Robbie Bertlow will be out there. And Saturday, December 30th, Jeff Waltchauser. And uh, if that's not even enough for you, they also opened a brand new location in Hannibal, Missouri. So if you are in the Hannibal area, come check out Friendship Brewing Company out there. Um, And you can get some uh, food from Sidekick Barbecue out there. Uh, You can find all this information and more at their friendshipbrewingcompany.com. And you can follow along on Facebook and Instagram for more info. And uh, tell them Shane sent you. If you need anything from me, you can always reach me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Email me, rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And with that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with Andrew Weber. Um, the podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio, it's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. This is Andrew Weber. You're listening to the Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. This is beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beats is a shame, covers non-stop, never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot, could be rock, folk, 
country of hip-hop jazz All kind of folks that he has Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh On the Double-decker fudge round rolling round town Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero He's your hero, he's your bestie Rock, paper, podcast with Shane Presley Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. Hanging out today with Andrew Weber. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You do so much for the the local musicians and and comedians and creatives in the area. I am stoked to be on the show and I appreciate you coming out to me. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, you know, I say it a lot doing this show, but uh, really that's... This is uh, why I continue to do the show. I'm meeting new people, um, singer-songwriters, uh, you know, people doing stuff in our community, and uh, and uh, that's the case today, man. That's our first time getting to meet. It is. We've kind of uh, been friendly just a little bit online, uh, which uh, is kind of funny now that we're getting to talk, and we got to we realize we got a lot of mutual connections. We got uh, uh, you know through and then we even connecting through small town Wentzville stuff and everything out here. So it's cool that uh, our paths uh, kind of uh, aligned today for this to happen and things. But um, I, uh, I, yeah, man, so I, I'm, I'm glad that we're, we're here doing this. And uh, I really, I got to listen to some of your tunes, some of your, uh, you also do a podcast and we got, we'll get into all that, but uh, I've been listening and enjoying and uh so I'm glad to be here today to share your story and get to get some of these, uh, hopefully get some eyes and ears on everything you've been doing. So uh, I think let's uh, be in that this is our first time starting at the beginning, I think would be appropriate and kind of get a little bit of your story uh, growing up here. Uh, I'm guess it was this, uh is O'Fallon area, all this has always been home for you? O'Fallon is the hometown. Yeah, yeah. born in St. Peter's, but but lived in o- O'Fallon since I was in first grade. So, yeah. 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 Um, I I was always a baseball kid, athlete growing up, and my parents wanted me to get into a lot of different activities. So guitar lessons was one of those things. Um, when I was 11, I took about a year or so of lessons from a man named Chris McCollum, who played uh, in a band for a long time um, uh, locally. I think he went on a little bit of a tour as well, um, but, but I just took lessons from him for about a year or so, but my heart was in baseball. Um, that was my first love, I like to say. So yeah. guitar and music wasn't my main focus. I liked listening to it, but I wasn't interested in playing it um, until I figured out, you know, that girls were interested in it. So, right. uh, so I learned on the electric guitar, actually. And uh, that's that's just how I learned how to play. I learned reading tab. Um and so put the electric guitar away, picked the baseball bat and the glove up and, and did that all the way up through high school, played at a high level around here. Um, and then right as high school was wrapping up, I got gifted an acoustic guitar. Uh, my uncle runs a, a shop locally and, and he gifted me this guitar and I uh, started doing cover songs, just strumming and, and started singing and stuff. And uh, the story continues from there. We went to the same high school, 
Timberland out in Wentzville. Uh, They do a male pageant there called Mr. THS. And that was my very first live performance playing music ever. And it ended up winning me that talent portion that I played. It ended up winning me the pageant. So what song do you play there? Oh, gosh. I played like a medley. Uh, One of them was a Brantley Gilbert song that I can't remember. Um, But the main one that I do remember was Green Day's Good Riddance. Because right. it's senior year, you know, we're sure. going out the door. Good riddance. It's a, it's a classic song. That was like uh, our, uh, it was kind of new at the time, but it was like our eighth grade graduation song kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, graduate, or I was, uh, was like 90, uh, 97, 98, I think was our, that my eighth grade year. Yeah, that sounds Somewhere. about right. So it was, it was pretty new. It's still newer at the time, but, but yeah, great tune though, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe I'm, let's see, Brantley, would that be, uh, um, I don't know, bring me my rights. <laughs> no, I uh, wish it was yeah. that. I honestly can't remember. I, I mean, my memory is horrible yeah. to start with, but, but good riddance was the <laughs> one that made people stand. <laughs> I got, I got a story for you later about, about bring me my rights. So okay. remind, remind me. All right. <laughs> I'll remind you. I love that <laughs> yeah. song. Uh, my, well, I'll just tell you cause he'll, he'll be mad if I don't say it on, on the show, but my, uh, my buddy, Matt Bosler, uh, got pretty famous, um, on TikTok for that song was like doing, uh, j- did a cover was dancing to the song, just the Brantley version of the song. Right. There was like a trend of these like tough country guys dancing to that song. So he was making fun of that and like continued to do it every video. So every <laughs> okay. single, every single video he, and he uh, would just do it in different places. And, and it was just like that, you know, little snippet, every, the same snippet every time. And then they took it down. And so he went and recorded his own version of the song. Like as a country song, I think I, I think originally as a country song, and then he then he recorded it as a synth cover, did a whole EP of synth cover songs of country like these tough guy country songs. So the, there's very there's a lot of layers to the joke, but he's continued to do this song, and uh, I'll I'll to show you some of the videos. But yeah, yeah be, I need to see that. Be sure to check out uh, Matt F. Bosler on your TikTok, and, all right, uh, or Instagram, and um, but uh, yeah, hi Matt. Yeah, so, shout out Matt. I'm yeah. gonna look you up. Yeah. <laughs> so we, I think at one time him and Brantley were in contact about doing something together, but I don't think then it didn't happen. But I think uh, so. Brantley's aware of aware of what he's doing. Though, That's so, funny. Uh, so it makes me laugh that. Uh, well, thinking Brantley thinking about Brantley watching his videos makes me laugh. So, uh, but anyway, so uh, Mr. THS, you you said you won. Yeah, yeah, I ended up winning. Um, I guess because of the talent portion, I'm not. Yeah. I don't think I'm the prettiest guy. <laughs> but uh, so so when I won that competition, I was kind of phasing out of my baseball career. I was thinking about playing in college somewhere small, um, but I have a sight condition called amblyopia. So in my right eye, it's I can't focus. I can't read. It's all just extra peripheral vision. So my baseball career outlook wasn't very good, but it was my first love and it was hard to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is the whole reason I'm pursuing a career in music is the story I'm about to tell you. 
Um, I was playing my last travel tournament down in Jackson, Tennessee. And so last tournament being, I don't, I'm not thinking about playing in college at all. And the tournament ends up getting rained out, long story short. Well, we were at the fields warming up for the first game when it got delayed. And uh, the games got canceled for that day. So we went back to our hotel and uh, where you can pull up and unload your luggage with the overhang. Um, In that spot, I found a heads up penny. So I took it as like, good luck that we're going to get the games in. I was going to play, you know, my last expected game. Um, Ends up, all the games get canceled. So the team goes out to dinner the next day. And we come back to the hotel and in that same spot under the overhang, I found a guitar pick. Like just shortly after I win this pageant, it's a new hobby of mine. Baseball had always been my first love. I wanted to do something with that, whether it be coaching. Um, you know, my high hopes wanted me to be a professional player, but that wasn't in the cards. And and so now this new hobby comes up and I find a heads up penny and a guitar pick. I tell my family about it and they say, what year's the penny? I look at the year on the penny as my birth year. Um, so that for me was like, okay, baseball is done and gone. You learned how to work hard. You learned work ethic. Um, you learned a little bit of leadership. You learned how to control your your emotions a little bit. This is going to be the next thing. So from that moment, um, you know, I worked on getting better at playing and singing. Eventually, I started writing my own songs and uh, continued to build on that process to get to where I'm, I'm at today. And in the other room over there on, on my desk in my little one-bedroom apartment studio, uh, I have the penny and the pick that I found framed. And, oh, nice. and uh, it's on my guitar strap. I'll probably get it tattooed on me sometime in the near future. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. That's, uh, that's a cool story, though. Like, it's just it's kind of uh, wild to think about, like, a, that, a pivotal moment like that door that kind of changed your trajectory. Uh, you know, however, uh, your, your look, uh, your outlook on things. And then you've now spun it into this, uh, music career doing really well for yourself. And, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's, it's a tough thing. I think like, you know, kind of getting over the, uh, the idea that you're not going to go pro, uh, you know, like I, uh, I so much of that I I really relate to a lot. Like uh, I you know who knows I I know the odds are stacked against us all. It's a very slim you know number of people that actually get there to pro. But um, when I was young, like it was basketball and football, and I played both uh, a lot. Like uh, probably basketball more just because we. You know, you could play one-on-one or whatever, you know. We would pick up games and everything. It was a lot harder to get a football <laughs> game together. So, um, but, I mean, we hooped all the time. My buddy, Sean, um, was uh, really, you know, way better than I was. But he was, like, the one that, like, pushed. Like, let's go, let's go. You know, we like, we in our summers uh, in high school, like, we, we there was these guys, I guess, uh I think they like most of them like worked at like GM or something like that. They had like a, and they were doing pickup games like just for exercising them in the morning at like six o'clock, like, you know, six to eight or whatever before their shift. And, and so we started uh, going up there on like in our summers, like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays or something like that. And I'm like, you know, it's our summer vacation. 
and he's getting me up at six o'clock to go, you know, and play basketball, running full court games and stuff, you know, and I'm like, that's training. Right. So, I mean, like it was, I'm, you know, it's one of those things like then when the alarm goes off, you're like, oh my God, what are we doing? You know, and then like we get there and like, you're so glad you did it once after you did it. But you know, it's like the whole just getting there dragging, you know, still dark out and cold and everything else. But, uh, yeah. So I do remember those days and I, I, we, um, but I, uh, yeah, I mean, I played a ton and, um, Unfortunately, it wasn't really for, you know, it ended up not working out for me for a lot of reasons. Uh, I uh, I grew like four inches in a month during like my eighth grade year. And I started having a lot of like knee trouble, uh, just kind of growing into my body. Uh, and then that kind of put a damper on. I, I ended up quitting football in my sophomore year. And, uh, and then I went after that, my... At the same time, my parents also divorced. Uh, I started working, started, got my license. I started working full time to pay for the car and the gas and everything. And yeah. And then, uh, you know, it just went from there. Like it just, you know, I wish I kind of would have stuck with it and gone back, but I, it got to the point where, you know, the other things took priority. At, and, um, you know, I saw some guys that did get scholarships that I thought I could compete with. And, you know, it makes me think that, would have been nice to get some free college out of it and stuff and yeah. all these things, but uh, you know, it just wasn't didn't pan out. But so I still enjoy um, playing every now and then when I can. Things yeah. and I still, but uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Like that was my life, you know, for a long time. I, especially I was I grew up in the era of you know Jordan Pippen and you know the Bulls run and everything so it was like right that was like you know we were glued to the TV watching those Bulls games and stuff and during the that dynasty run and stuff and like um so like that was that was life at the time and so yeah and 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 when you when the realization hits you hard that it's not gonna be part of your life anymore it's I mean it's like almost losing a loved one I would say you know um at least for me, it was. I had such a deep connection to the sport, right? You know, yeah. Um, but like I say, be able to pivot and find that um, you know something else to to apply that same energy. Uh, you know, be creative and and uh, so I think uh, it's cool that you found uh, that guitar and songwriting and music uh, was that avenue for you afterwards. You know, a lot of guys. Um, you know, struggle some with that thing, you know, like whatever it might be. But you know, I'm glad you found found a, a passion in music. Oh yeah. Uh, so what? Uh, so you're well, you, I guess uh, continued with the the cover tunes for a little while, learning some, you know, the the standard uh, bar chords and stuff like that, kind of learning your chops on guitar. and Yep, and I'm still learning my chops yeah. on guitar. I, I, I basically know how to strum, and sometimes I get creative and make something sound cool, but <laughs> yeah, I, couldn't, right. I couldn't tell you exactly what's happening. Yeah. Um, and and the more I get around, you know, local guys, because I'm still pretty new to, to this area and this scene, and the more I get around local guys, I just continue to realize how much more I have to learn on the guitar. Sure. Um, and that, honestly... It seems like a big mountain to climb at first, but that's kind of what motivates me to to continue to get better at at you know being a songwriter and playing live and and things like that. You know, um, I feel like the ceiling is endless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I I I think that's healthy. I think that's uh, I mean, 
I think I'm more, you should apply that to almost anything in life that uh, you're never be satisfied, always like looking to improve uh, as a human, as a, as, you know, at whatever you're doing in at your job, you're always room to improve and grow. And, um, you know, I think uh, too many people have an attitude that they know it all and, mm-hmm. and I don't. And like, so I uh, always be receptive to learn and whatever, you know, listen and, and take uh, notes uh, from everybody. That's why I mean, that's how only, that's how I've been doing it. And I like to, it's fun doing this podcast and like learning from some of the greats, uh, you know, or, uh, early on I have got to, I mean, I st- and still continue, but, uh, getting to meet some radio legends and, and they were very cool and receptive to help me and support this. Uh, you know, even though this is not radio, but it's a form of it. Uh, yeah, it's and, similar. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, guys like, uh, radio, rich Dalton or, Learn, uh, who's, you know, was without Casey at the time, but now she's with Rizzuto show at the point. Um, uh, you know, so get people like that, like, you know, been doing, a, making a career out of being on the radio and then allowing, you know, me to do this thing and stuff like that. It's just like getting those kind of things like that, you know, nods and learning from some of the people that are, uh, are doing it at a higher level than you, uh, be, it's always cool, uh, you know, to like, you know, makes you feel like you're doing something right. Yeah. And then allowing yourself to like hit, take notes from all these people and making it your own thing. Like, so, uh, I think that's a good thing for, for you as a, as a song, young songwriter. Um, you know, you you get to, you go out and you see some of these people, but, and you kind of pick like, Hey, I like that way he's doing that or the way the, you know, this, this kind of thing. And then until you find out, this is what Andrew Weber is going to sound like. This is, you know, you kind of define your own identity, uh, in the sense. So, right. This is just a funny side note. One of the, the, um, you know, stage presence tricks that I've learned. I watched Jimmy Richards. He always lifts his guitar up oh, when yeah. he's playing. So I started doing a little bit of that when I'm playing live, but just watching local guys, sure. just learn how they perform and learn how to, to, um, build a stage presence. There's always something to learn, even from people, um, that have less experience than you, they might bring something to the table just because they're naturally doing that. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, that's cool. How can I apply it to what I'm doing? Sure. There's always something to learn from. Yeah, man. Well, we've been talking a lot. Let's uh, let's play a tune, uh, give everybody an idea of what uh, you've been up to. Um, and uh, so this, uh, speaking of your music, a songwriting is... Well, I mean, what are we talking like? You said nine, like 18, 19 or something like that? Started in 2019. 2019? Yeah, putting pen to paper. And that's when you were like, so before that you weren't writing really anything, like in high school or whatever. It was just like. I liked, write, I liked writing papers. Yeah. Uh, never really put any time into working on it, but I just liked the concept sure. of being creative. So then uh, the time comes, you're like, I, I want to start doing my own, my own original songs, put my own thoughts out there and. And what helped was a heartbreak. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do it, man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, oh, I, I, you know, I'm not the, you know, the only one to notice it, but uh, either heartbreak or falling in love, man. That's like you know, the, some of the best songs uh, come from that, you know, heightened uh, state of emotions and stuff. So, um, but uh, that uh, so 
started uh writing so we got a uh, we got i mean you know in a couple of years you've already got a lot of songs out there uh and uh let's talk about uh i guess uh the first one um was the was uh was the first one the battle as far as what we played today was that is that the uh the oldest song Oh, or was gosh. It, or, yeah, that's the oldest song that yeah. I played for you today. Right. Yeah, we'll start with that one then. Uh, tell me about the battle. What uh, what comes to mind? I mean, obviously, this is one that's very important to you and your story, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, just from following along on your journey so far. Um, but what, do, what would you like to tell us about the battle? Man, this song, um, I was I wrote this in my my childhood home, and it's a metaphorical song about life essentially the the battle of life um the the podcast that i run talks about personal development and 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 facing fears facing you know hard times just life is a battle and everyone's got some sort of struggle that they experience well in the song i talk about a jackal and and that jackal to me represents that struggle um, and I'm, I'm a Christian faithful guy. So for me and my um, perception of life, it also represents the devil. And uh, you always have to beware of those, you know, dark temptations that might come into you and, and hinder what you're um, working towards. Um, and, and you got to stay on the path. So that's what this song is about. And you, I also write about, uh, you know, societal issues that I that I see in today's world. And I put that in the song. Deserves a helping hand every now and then, and a good hearted woman deserves some love when she can't take no more and bend. There's too many stressors in this life, are you gonna make it to the end? Put your nose to the stone, even when you're home, and then do it all again. Getting tired of this drive call line But don't you take the wheel from my hand I keep pushing but the pressure's getting high I keep sinking in the sand A successful life is a sharp old knife It only fits a certain type of man It's taking tools of so many souls Climbing up the ladder once again Wishing I was fishing on the river bank Running water underneath the sun I came looking over my shoulder Guess I'm searching for someone It's my long, long soul Nowhere to go And a jackal hiding in a shrub With a surgeon's knife Looking at my life And welcoming me to the club Instead of turning around, I throw my pole to the ground. I rip the mossy oak from my side. Take the jackal to the ground in this knockout round. Part of the battle that I call life. Yeah, that's the battle that I call life.
longer find killers in the night and soldiers don't come home. Politicians lie, sticks and stones do fly, but are we willing to draw a line? People say we're on the line, but when the situation's right, they choose to let it go. These hypocritical rights are on the fighting side long. Please redeem my soul. I can't wish a nice fishing on the river bank, running water underneath the sun. Came looking over my shoulder Guess I'm searching for someone Is my long lost soul nowhere to go And a jackal hiding in the shrub With a surgeon's knife looking at my life And welcome me to the club Said turning around I throw my pole to the ground I rip the mossy oak from my side Take the jackal to the ground in this knockout round Part of the battle that I can't lie I feel like not very many people have the ability to put words to music. And there's things that I see that maybe other people don't notice. And I just want to bring that to the table. Um, and so it's an, an important concept to me. And actually a week from today, um, I'm getting the whole, I have a whole um, shoulder piece right now a tattoo starting next tuesday i'm gonna get the whole arm done uh you know talking about the battle of life so um it's it's deeply important to me yeah man yeah i think um i like that you like you say like you have your interpretation obviously that writing it but uh you know it is open enough to everybody's going through a battle whatever it might be uh you know through addiction or um, whatever you know, you can apply this to uh, many stories and like in a, whatever that. Man, uh, it's so. it's funny that you say addiction. I am in my 14th day of sobriety. Yeah, my next podcast episode, the same day I'm starting this tattoo, is all about um my my battle with substance abuse and, mm-hmm. and addiction. I think a lot of people go through that, and it's a lonely journey. Um, so that's something I'm passionate about too. It's just funny that you yeah. you said that. Well, it, it's I'm mean, I, I I mean I uh, I have my own struggles with nah, with probably uh, an, an unhealthy relationship with food. Um, Been just, there as well. Uh, I have. Just uh, something I struggle. You know, growing up, you know, it's always like I, I hear uh, other people talk about it too. Like on, but like you know. Uh, we eat to celebrate and we eat when we're sad and we're, you know, it's like all these uh, unhealthy things that are like reasons to, to eat and food and stuff. Like, like we don't think we, I wasn't really taught to think of it as nutritional uh, value as much as like, 
it's uh, it's a coping thing and or something like that you know it's like and uh so that's kind of the part of the thing too it's like but i think about it uh you know as far as addiction wise my my little brother um he's uh actually i think january he's be approaching on his one year of sobriety uh from alcohol and and uh you know i'm really proud of him and what he's been able to change the changes he's made in his life and uh through it and um you know so i haven't i'm not on my own uh journey there but you know i'm a part of it through my with my brother so yeah um it's, it, it's a tough journey too sure, yeah but yeah he um you know i don't i'm not you can share his own story but he you know he's been doing really well with it and he's made like i said it's cool to see he's uh um he's found faith in it also after after getting sober he started going to church and he's made uh some you know major changes in his life and it's uh you know, so it makes me really happy for him and, you know, proud to be his brother. So, that's, um, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of him too. I've never even met him. Yeah. Uh, you talking about that just gives me chills, man, because a lot of people that go through addiction are led to faith. You know, that's part of the 12 yeah. steps and uh, just just really cool to yeah. talk about, I think. Yeah. It was nice to, you know, I'm, I, uh, <clears throat> so it's a newer thing for me. I started with him going to church. Uh, he, invited me to start going with them and i i've uh i know uh been a few different times now it's hard for me to make uh work every week but i i've been going and uh i enjoy the service and the songs and uh music's a big part of their church there and um you know so that's uh helpful for me like uh, as far as not, not really uh being as familiar with you know the church and stuff at least coming in and having a lot of live music uh that's a, um, one of my favorite things so yeah um and uh but i uh, i've been really enjoying the messages and uh and the the pastors at at the church do a really great job with everything and um but you yeah you've been open i mean i've, I've been listening to your podcast the battle which uh, you can find on all your streaming platforms and uh, you can li- watch the video on YouTube and, uh, but you, uh, did like a two part episode about faith recently and, uh, you know, talk, opening up about, uh, about it for you. But, uh, it's, I think, uh, I think it, especially like, I don't know, it's not like there's other people that are, but like, it seems like country music's really opened up to like, especially guys like uh jelly roll right now, all over the charts, like, mm-hmm. you know, open about it. And like, I only talk to God when I need a favor and stuff, you know, yeah. like, um, Brantley Gilbert is too. Yeah, we talked about him right. already. Yeah. A lot of these guys are open about their faith and, um, you know, so I think, uh, I think it's good for that, you know, like you've been connecting another way with an, uh, a fan base and stuff. So, um, but, uh, I guess is that has always been a big part of your life or I grew up in the church. Yeah. Um, when I went off to, I guess, starting in high school, um, and when I went off to college, I found alcohol and, uh, man, I don't think I'm ready to talk about the things that I, uh, ended up experiencing, but just, was trying to run away from my own head. You know, yeah. that's what addiction is about. And uh, just got into some tough situations personally, um, you know, fighting and, and doing all sorts of things and ended up 
places that I shouldn't have been. And, um, I, it was, it took a long time for me to realize that I had an issue, you know, um, which is why, you know, this is my, my second week of, of sobriety. It's just yeah. a long, hard road and, and you need help, um, and people around you that you can, uh, look to for support and, and that can help assist you in the process too. That's something that I ignored for a long time too. And I want to be open about it because I feel like there's a lot of people struggling today with some type of coping addiction mm-hmm. and, uh, it's a quick fix, but, but it can lead you down a spiral pretty quick and, and for a long time too, potentially. So with, with my ability to, to speak publicly and write songs about it. I just just think it's something I'm meant to be talking about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I think, um, I saw a really good, uh, video about it too a while back. Um, and you know, it's giving yourself grace to, to, you know, you obviously it's important to stay sober, uh, for you, but, if the t- chance happened that you slipped, people people go in the spiral like you're saying. Like, and, and instead of being like, I have to start all over, he's like, he, he showed like, you know, I took 20 steps today. You know, that's 20 days sober. I'm still here on day 20. I don't need to go back to zero. Right. I pick, I stand up and I keep going on the path. And uh, so, um, I don't know, seeing him act, you know, physically walk it out and showing how he, you know, it's like it made it made a lot of sense that, you know, and I think so many people will like do beat themselves up for, you know, and a moment of vulnerability and stuff. And then they don't, you know, it's like, but you got to give yourself grace that you are human still. And like, you know, we have, we all have, you know, mistakes, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, that's, it's a, like I said, it's a, it's day by day. It's a, you know, it's a process, you know, it's like every day you got to choose. This is the life I want to be sober and making these changes yeah. actively pursuing that. So, yeah. I, after the pod, I, I would love to be connected with your brother. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm working on getting into communities, um, with people who similar struggles to me, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a good, uh, recovery program to join just to yeah. get into that community. Cause, uh, there's, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into it, but I feel like a lot of people, it's hard for them to understand if they haven't experienced it or right. seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm, again, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm not uh, one to be really talking a lot about it because I don't, I'm not in, in that world, but I could just kind of share my perspective on it. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I admire uh, you uh, making the steps, man, to, to improve yourself and make these changes in your life. And, and uh, so, if you you need a you know a sober friend, uh, you can always call on me too. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's talk about you know mentioning your some of your faith and uh, things and uh, that uh, we you did uh, write and record a song. Uh, it kind of leans into that a little bit. And uh, you you said uh, online that this is one that's been doing really well for you. Made it got nice. Uh, been getting some nice attention, um, and uh, this is called The Righteous Way to Go, right? Yes, sir. I've fallen to temptation 
tattered my soul I lost a few good women And wouldn't walk with me On a number muddy and cold Led by the devil's stroke So now I'm asking for forgiveness That I don't deserve Take my sin All the pain that comes with it Show me the light Lead me towards a righteous way to go Cause with me There's pain and guilt I hold I'm not at my Track of the war, even with these scars, I hold another lost battle. But with my strength, will grow. So now I'm asking for forgiveness that I don't deserve. About my head, and I spit. Take my sin and all the pain that comes with it. Show me light, lead me towards a righteous way to go. Show me light, lead me towards a righteous way to go. What comes to mind around this tune? What are you, what are you thinking about? Man, I can't remember when I wrote this song, which is unfortunate. But looking back, I mean, I've been just low in my life, and and I I have always, you know, turned to to prayer and and talking to God, and I assume that when I wrote this song. I was feeling low, and and that's just where I turned. And I, I wish I could tell you, honestly, like yeah. when I wrote it and where I was, but I, I have no idea. Um, but I released that song and pitched it to to some independent playlisters just through social media. And this is a good learning point that I think a lot of independent artists should should hear. You've got more control on who listens to your music than you think. Um, you know, you just get connected with the right people and social media is a huge tool. Um, and, and they can put you on some cool playlists. Um, but that's a side note. Um, this song is just honestly asking to, for God to show me where the path is and how to get back on it. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm getting chills, but I feel like I'm here now. I'm on that path and, and I'm here to make a difference. And, and it's all through the word of God. I'm, I'm just a vessel. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, man. That sound uh I I feel I feel like that at time like um if, you know, it's easy to get uh, being creative and doing these things. 
Uh, and especially somebody that struggles at times with, uh, some, you know, mental health things, uh, you know, it's easy to get down on yourself. Like, why am I doing this? What am I doing this? Like, you know, all these things, negative thoughts start running through your head and, um, and then you get these moments along the way that reassure you that you are doing the right thing and you're like the, that you are on that right path. Um, and then you continue to chase that rush, you know, that high, Yeah. uh, you know, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm, you know, I want that, I want that feeling all the time. I want that, you know, the, those feeling of a group of crowd singing my songs back to me or what, you know, whatever it might be, you know, these things like that, like, and keep chasing that feeling, man. So what's weird is that for me, um, like a lot of people look at artists and say, Oh, they must love being on stage. Man, I can't stand being on stage. <laughs> right. I get so nervous every time. Once I catch my groove, it's cool, but that's not, I don't chase that stage presence. I, I, I chase more of people connecting with my song. That's just right. how I come from sure. it as a songwriter. Um, that's when I get the most fulfilled is when I finish a song. If it's a really good one, I'll get chills. And that's kind of my reminder yeah. that I'm on the path doing the right thing. So, but it's different for every artist, every songwriter. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, uh, I've been, uh, so we got a bunch of these tunes out there, including these two that we played. Uh, you got like some demo uh, versions of them that exist up on the uh, social or the streaming platforms and you can follow along with uh, Andrew Weber there and and uh, be alerted when we get some new ones coming soon and stuff and uh, you can also be sure to uh, join in socially on Facebook Instagram TikTok and uh, like in the, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel uh, all those are good platforms to get plugged in and keep an eye on what you're up to. Uh, locally, we have a show coming up here, closing out the year. Uh, out here in the St. Charles County area, uh, you will be playing at uh, STL Throwdowns on December 30th. And uh, it'll just be uh, an evening of uh, you and your guitar, right? And Yep, yep, yeah. just me, acoustic set. Um, I believe it's nine to 12 that night. Do you, uh, are you, now are you doing a good mix of, uh, original and cover or? I do majority covers. Yeah. Um, I try to get anywhere from four to depending on the night, 10 yeah. originals in there. I, I play right. them when I can, but I got to keep the crowd happy too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I've been trying to like, um, when I watch some of my friends play, I, I'll, I'll notice them like they'll get the crowd going. You know, they they got they played a couple of tunes that they're familiar with, and you know, the crowd maybe they'll have some people up dancing even or whatever. You know, into digging what they're doing, and then they'll say, "This next one's an original." And I'll watch people like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get a drink," and like you know, yeah, and that kind of thing. <laughs> and I was like. Quit telling them that these are originals. Like keep it you know, a secret till the end. Yeah, wait afterwards. Be like, yeah, that one's by you know. I wrote that one, and like, uh, if you know your songs well enough, you can mix them in with other songs that sound like they belong. Right. And and I feel like, 
But so many people, I you know, it's not the knock to them as the performer. It's a knock to the fans, like, or people at these bars. Like, they just, some people, you know, it depends on the room. That's, I should be fair about that, too. Some rooms are receptive to it. They mm-hmm. want they want more originals. Yep. Um, but your typical Friday night bar crowd, they want to hear the songs they know. Yep. They want to sing along. They want to, you know, uh, that kind of thing. So uh, I just feel like so many of you know, like once they hear like this originals, uh, they kind of just tune out. Yep. It's and, break time. Or, uh, but, you know, and that's what it's like. It's not just that scene. It's the same I saw, uh, you know, it's going back several years, but I remember seeing Tom Petty and he played, you know, the guy was hit after hit, you know, he's got an incredible catalog of songs. And then he goes, all right, we gotta, we'll play a couple of new ones. And then like you watch the entire lawn stand up and go to the, you know, all right, it's our pee break and get a beer. And it's like, you know, even a great Tom Petty walk the whole room to, you know, for kind of thing. Like, uh, it just, uh, it just seemed like, and then it, it was, I felt like for him, it was almost like a nod, like, you know, here's your opportunity. Like if, you, if you're, <laughs> if you're looking for your cue to, you know, take a break, uh, he can come and then we're going to close it out strong after this. So, uh, but, um, you know, it just made me laugh thinking about like, but, uh, I do, uh, I do wish more people or especially, you know, young songwriters like yourself were more receptive to hearing some of these originals, because I think if they give them a chance they would enjoy them. But like so many people are kind of close minded in that sense. Like they want to, they're kind of, there are people, a lot of people say there are people who quit listening to music after high school. Like they only like the songs that they, you know, grew up with. And like, that's about it. Like, yeah. And I, I don't know if part of that is life takes over. Yeah. And and they just don't uh, have the space to really care about new stuff anymore. I think that could be a big part of it. You know, people are out there just doing their best to make a living, you know, and, and that takes a lot of time and effort and uh, hard work. And you don't necessarily want to go out and find new new creatives, you yeah. know. And, and a lot of those old songs that you hear in high school connect with such big moments in your life. Like, that's it, yeah. you know. But I, uh, I, I'm a, I love, I'm the, I'm the one, I mean, not the one, but I like, uh, I like going and hearing something new. You know, like I do love my nineties on nine on my serious and stuff. I like, you know, all the old songs I grew up with and things, but also, um, you know, just as much, I enjoy discovering brand new music. I enjoy, uh, you know, discovering an artist that has a couple records that I haven't heard and like. And, you know, new artists that I like and just going down the rabbit hole of their catalog and stuff and kind of, so those kind of things are, are just as equally fun for me than singing along with a song I've heard hundreds of times and stuff. So I love that. I prefer the new stuff over the sing along, sure. but yeah. I'm a different type. <laughs> yeah. <All> right. yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, you know, like you, I imagine, I mean, I think we're very similar in a sense that we enjoy storytelling um so uh that's been that was kind of fun for me to hear in your songwriting as you're approaching you know like really honing your craft and like uh and actually telling these stories in your throughout your songs and stuff which i i'd really admire like i said as some of my some of my favorite stuff uh you know um putting myself in 
moments of their story, you know, like uh, this guy's telling my story too, you know, or something like that. And like mm-hmm. those kind of things uh, I enjoy and connecting to an artist that way. Yeah. Um, and uh, you, uh, one of them uh, we did on uh, here, um, which I feel like is a good uh, kind of more storytelling uh, in a sense, uh, is uh, your current single. Uh, right now called Neanderthal. Oh, yeah. And this kind of, like I said, kind of got the longer longer verses and stuff, kind of uh, stretched it out a little bit and, uh, and getting so a lot of words in this one, uh, getting, the, getting the story out there. But uh, I, I, really a great song, and I really enjoyed hearing your live acoustic version here today. And um, But, uh, yeah, what, what are you thinking? Uh, what what uh, comes to mind around Neanderthal? Or- so Neanderthal... You know, it's actually, I, I wrote it about a dream that I had. I had this dream that I was in some uh, Native American tribe, and, and me and one other person, I don't have any facial recognition, but this is from a dream, we were being chased by something, uh, running over hills, and, and um, so that's where the concept came from. But once you go back and look at the lyrics, you know, um, outside of your dreams, uh, it, it applies to people who have old souls. You know, that's what the song's about. Um, some say I'm a Neanderthal and, and I feel like I just have an old soul. I like to work hard. I like, I like the struggle and, and I like building things. And I feel like that's not as common in society today. So I call myself an old soul. Yeah. All right. Take pride over money, but I ain't got much 
the shore yeah, This is where I'm gonna take my stance I'ma tell you I sold my soul But I swear I clawed my way up there To the top of that old plateau find yourself writing that way a lot like do you do you wake up uh and just like start putting a pen to paper like out of a dream or anything like that like only a handful of times it just so happens that uh so i'm this project i'm working on and, and this single neanderthal is part of it um it's 40 songs and it just so happens that a good chunk of those songs i mean not like 20 of them but i'd say probably five or so do come from dreams um so every now and then it'll happen but but not very often yeah I heard a wild story uh, about, uh, I think it was Neil Young, I think it was, I think for sure it was on Howard Stern appearance or something. And he uh, was talking about, he had this like crazy fever going on and he was like laid up in the hospital bed and he requested uh, a notepad and, and just started writing like scribbles, you know, he didn't like, and then uh you know again had no idea what makes sense of any of this but and then fever breaks he was able to analyze what he was scribbling on here and like and like i guess like out of that like came like cinnamon girl and like a like a bunch of the big songs for him and it's just like uh and i it just really like fascinated me like the idea that you never really know where like this inspiration is gonna hit mm-hmm. you know it could be a dream could be somebody says i feel for me i feel like and i haven't been able to apply to myself or you know or anything i don't I'm, i have i'm not a songwriter but i'm i'm i admire and i say it a lot on this show that i wish I, that's something i'd want to do like it's kind of a bucket list thing for me i guess someday like oh yeah to write a song and have a, somebody help me record it or you know kind of thing i don't see myself singing it but I'd, it'd be fun to say i wrote this song and oh we can get that done well yeah i've, <laughs> I've got enough talented friends around me i just kind of you know hold myself accountable and actually get you know do it but uh yeah i uh I do uh, want to, you know, it's something I think about a lot. And but I feel like what I was getting at is, I feel like sometimes like um, old men just like speak in hooks and of songs. Like they'll they'll say some line, you know, whatever it is, you know. Uh, and uh, I noticed uh, you have a song kind of kind of triggered that idea. Uh, you have a song, what 
what your whistle or, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's something stuff like that like you know you hear like that line it's something a throwaway line for this guy and telling a story or whatever oh, i wet my whistle you know like and you're like wait a second mm-hmm. that's a hook in a song right there like you know so yeah um you know those kind of things like i feel like there's just they don't even think about it but then all of a sudden if you're listening if you're especially as a songwriter you're that's what you do you are watching and listening and uh in you know and you're like hey wait a second there's something here so right um i just like i think that stuff's like uh you just never know where that that inspiration is going to find you someday so that's that's honestly kind of one of the things that I mean, I'm sure this excites every songwriter, but for me, that excites me as a songwriter because I could go to the gym tomorrow and just have a conversation with someone and get a right. spark idea, and and it, I don't even have to live the story. I can build one off of what sure. we talked about. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can change change the characters and the <laughs> you know narrative and whatever you got to do, but yeah, you can uh, create. You know, it's just never know where that that one line that might help spark the idea. So. Um, yeah, I, um, I think it's fun, man. I, uh, like I said, I, I enjoy listening a lot and I feel like <clears throat> that's kind of, you know, maybe that's my role. I feel like there's, there's always, uh, there's a lot of songwriters out there, but you know, it's like being a fan is also important. You know, it's gotta be somebody to listen to these songs. So, yeah. um, you know, I, but I do think about it a lot that it'd be fun to, to get creative someday and do that. But, uh. So we'll see. I'll let you know when I get there. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's all about opening up and and honestly letting your barriers down in the moment. Right. That's it. Yeah. You uh All right, we got one more we wanted to share. These are again, these are all live acoustic here on the living room couch. We're having <laughs> had a fun little uh hang and uh I thought these turned out real nice and um so if you want to listen to some more, we got some uh, plenty more out there. But uh, and we hopefully we'll get into what you're up to uh, coming up here and stuff. But this is uh, one that might be on that project or something. Maybe. Yeah, I think this is going to be potentially my next single. Yeah. Um, I'm still working out the kinks. I got to get a copy written and all that. But uh, it's a it's a cool, fun one that um, is pretty bluesy and. I don't think there's very much out there that necessarily sounds like it, especially the the demo recording that I am planning on releasing. Yeah, and this is titled In the Name. Yes, sir. I'm from the swamp The swamp in my head That black mud and water I've been waiting in that black muddy water make you wanna be dead. Yeah. Well, I wanna go down to Louisiana, put my feet in the swamp. You complimented my ass, but your friend was down bad and I wanted him on. I learned the shit moves fast, you're better off with the grass and not alcohol. It's through your looking glass, your life is good or bad, you better laugh more. And I ain't never been ashamed of nothing more than what I was before. 
I caught back and took aim and left that pistol lying on the floor. Nobody knows my name in that town, nobody knows who they're looking for. Yeah, I'm staking my claim in the name of the good Lord. heard or seen anything about me in the tabloid I don't run with the good ones and I don't run with the bad boy I keep to myself don't ever run my lip unless you ask for I think one time my best friend was a hot as hell crack whore and I ain't never been ashamed of nothing more than what I was before I cocked back into a game and left that pistol lying on the floor. Nobody knows my name in that town, nobody knows who they're looking for. Yeah, I'm staking my claim in the name of the good Lord. Here's the coldest thing I felt with all that on the floor. Is your room spinning, reaching my living limb? Is what I'm in for. Come on. Now I ain't never been ashamed of nothing more than what I was before. I got back into a game and left that pistol lying on the floor. Nobody knows my name in that town Nobody knows who they're looking for Well, I'm staking my claim In the name of the good Lord I'm a huge fan of some bluesy slide guitar stuff uh you know um Dwayne Allman Allman Brothers stuff like mm-hmm. he's one of the greats to do and uh some of those uh licks that he played like were you know iconic and um you know that kind of stuff like <coughs> I I'm been I grew up on a lot of uh bluesy influenced Southern rock stuff, ZZ Top, Skinner, and oh yeah, all that. Uh, you know, a lot of was on heavy rotation in our house growing up. So, uh, so this is right up my alley. Is it right? You know, um, I was it was it similar for you uh, as a kid? Or, or I love slide guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I love Delta blues music. Um, my my family would have yearly reunions down in Orange Beach, Alabama, which is I think where I potentially got that influence from the blues music. But yeah, we just went down there uh, for our anniversary in September. Uh, it was our first time visiting. Man, I love that yeah. place. I haven't been there in probably seven or eight years, and I cannot wait to go back. I would love to live there full time yeah. one day. Um, and I, I'm assuming that's where the, the blues influence comes from for me. But I, I grew up with a cell phone, so I could have found it wherever. I couldn't tell you where yeah. I got it. Yeah. Uh, I do think that stuff's, you know, it's thinking about your, you know, being the uh, of a younger generation, like growing up, you know, pretty much having the internet your whole life uh, and everything. Like, um, you know, I'm seeing like just this. 
<laughs> just uh, just recently, uh, kind of going back to Tom Petty too. Uh, they released the Grand Theft Auto Six trailer. It features a Tom Petty song, and apparently, a lot of people are just discovering this song. Uh, I can't even remember the name of the song right now, but so I read that an article that like the numbers are like jumped up tremendously, <laughs> like for for his streaming because of it and everything. So people are just you know, there's a whole new generation of younger people that are not as familiar with Tom Petty. Same thing happened with uh, Metallica and Stranger Things, and so mm-hmm. you know, like people are discovering through these different platforms and shows and whatever you know and they're like you know discovering great new music so you never know where you might find something hey that sounds cool you right. know and it's like i said to be able to have an, and then like oh i want to i want to find out everything about metallica or everything about delta blues or whatever you know and like and you have that ability you know before it was like you know obviously wasn't as easy so right. uh, but it's cool that people are continuing to rediscover music from years and years ago mm-hmm. i'm glad that you <laughs> right. liked the 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 slide guitar that was a spur of the moment decision and i was telling i was telling you before mm-hmm. we recorded that i was nervous to play it and i'm glad you like it so i appreciate yeah. the kind words yeah man yeah hopefully we can get a little bit more of that uh coming up and stuff hopefully uh you know you feel a little more comfortable doing that live and yeah at your gigs and stuff so yeah i'll find a way to work it in <clears throat> what uh so you said you're you're working on a new your some of these songs uh, and things might be on a new project. Is that what you're saying earlier? Yeah, so I'm working on a 40 song project. Um, it it relates to the the battle, and the title of the project is going to be called "The River" because um, it's the river of life, and that's where the battle takes place. And uh, um, it's just a whole concept of of where I've been. You know, it's a lot of the songs sound pretty dark, you know, that's kind of my style because I've been to those dark spots, um, not only physically, but majority mentally. I've been in more mental darkness than I have physical darkness, if I'm being honest. Um, But I've seen both sides of it. And uh, towards the end of the the concept album, you know, it's 40 songs. I, I like to think of it as you're walking through my experience with, with faith. You walk with me, um, through my experience in quote unquote hell. And then at the very end, we get to heaven. And, uh, at the end of this project, it, it's going to be, my plan is to write more like fun, sing along type songs, you know, songs of people, um, more traditional type songs. This project is going to sound crazy to a lot of people. Um, but as a, as a songwriter, as an artist, that's, that's kind of what I want. You know, I want something different. Yeah. And when do you do you have a a goal or any, anything in mind as far as when we might be able to expect this at all? Or so Neanderthal is part of it. That's the first release okay. from the album. Um, I'm also going to put the battle on there, which is already out. But I I redid the uh, my mixing and mastering skills have improved. They continue to improve. So um, you know I just been releasing singles and EPs, and and for this it's still demo songs but i can since i'm a writer i can kind of make it into a full project and i think it's going to be okay um so there's going to be some old songs on there remastered remixed and uh a lot of brand new songs too nice man um 
And uh, we got the podcast, The Battle with Andrew Weber. And mm-hmm. you can find that on your streaming platforms as well as uh, YouTube. You get the full video there. And what uh, what do you see as far as this project? I mean, I know you you started it maybe, what, a year ago or so? <laughs> uh, close to it, I think in February or something like that. And it seemed like you did two and then yeah, took I, a break. I recorded two... I think it was 21 maybe. Um, and I I ridiculously yeah. uh, declared it as a comedy podcast. And, yeah. and I was I was young. I still am young, but I was um, I wasn't you know as developed as I am now mentally when I recorded those two. So I, I stopped recording for a while and I restarted the the podcast again this year. Now it's all about personal development mm. and just getting better and I still I don't know how to change the category from comedy <laughs> right. to like a personal development or education yeah. or lifestyle. So whatever, I'll, I guess maybe I'll try to throw in some jokes here and there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does seem like you you've uh, you've been a lot more consistent and uh, committed to it lately. So uh, we've been getting episodes a lot more frequently, uh, regularly, and stuff. So yeah, episodes once a week. Yeah. So. Uh, what uh, in is that just kind of? I mean, obviously, uh, you know, personal development stuff, like you said. But uh, do you uh, is that kind of just you? Whatever you feel in that week, whatever kind of comes to mind that what um, the certain message for the that you think would be good to hone in on. Yeah. So a lot of it is experiences <laughs> that I'm currently going through. Right. Um, I'm always I'm I read books. I read the Bible. I I listen to a ton of podcasts. I crush podcasts. So. Um, what are you listening to? Man, anything. Hey. Uh, I, I've been into uh, Huberman recently, Cam Haynes, um, always a Joe Rogan fan. Yeah. Just literally everything. Today I listen to Theo Vaughn. Oh, yeah. But I like to focus on you know, a good mix because if I'm always working on personal development, it's easy to get burnt out. So I, I'll throw in a comedy podcast here and there. Um there, there is one podcast I want to recommend for the independent artists listening. It's called Independent, spelled out N-D-P-N-D-N-T, or however it would be. Um, but that's a, a podcast by Nick D that is is really cool, and that's kind of part of my strategy moving forward as a songwriter, so I'd highly recommend you listening to that. But, but all these resources that I take from, um, I, I apply to my own life. And, and then I can rewire how I applied what I learned into my own life. And, and as I go through my journey, I'm just kind of sharing my experiences with the audience. Um, and just inside baseball, I started the podcast because I have a lot to talk about. And it, I mean, everything leads to the music, right, as a songwriter. Um, so my hope is that you can connect what I'm talking about in my episodes to the songs that I write. And you can see... Um, how I've developed, you know, throughout my journey. And, and my hope is just to help specifically young men, um, develop maybe a little bit quicker in life. Um, but, but I think any, you know, men, women of all ages can, can learn something from just what someone else is going through, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, very cool. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been having fun. Uh, I still got a couple to get through, but I've been, I've been listening and, uh, and uh so yeah keep it up man it's fun uh you know just anybody that that's kind of the fun about podcasting i think is that you can literally do whatever there (laughs) there are no rules to 
to this, but you know, whatever you're passionate about and you can grab a microphone and, you know, start talking and, and try to find an audience. So, yep. uh, I, uh, you know, we, we, I've been doing, May will be 10 years I've been doing this show and, uh, you know, had no idea what I was doing when we hit, <clears throat> I was, I was listening to a few, uh, I'm big in the comedy ones and that's where it kind of started for me. Like some of these guys I was seeing at the funny bone and then, um, you know, it was one of those things at the time, like we had your, uh, iPods and stuff, but that, and I always see podcast on there, but I didn't really know what to do. And, you know, and anyway, I met, uh, Jay Larson, uh, funny bone. And he said, check out my podcast, the crab feast. And I was like, okay, I like Jay. I'll check it out. And, I got hooked and started every, you know, they were putting out episodes every Tuesday and started listening all the time, getting, you know, it was made me excited to listen every Tuesday. I was had a lot of time with my headphones at work at the time. So, uh, and then that introduced me to a bunch of other shows and so on. And like, um, but so then my buddy Chris one day was like, anybody want to do a show? And I'm like, yeah, that could be cool. And like, I got these friends in music and boom, we hit the ground running, man. It's like, it's, this, this show's kind of evolved over the time, but I, you know, it's, um, I'm glad to still be here doing it, man. It's, it's fun to, the show has opened all kinds of doors personally for me and, uh, allowed me to do things I never imagined. Um, I've met some of the most incredible people. Uh, most of them are still my great friends today. So, uh, you know, so I think that's the exciting thing is like, putting yourself out there and taking a chance and just being open to it, you know, to seeing where this thing could go. It could be, you never know. It all started with a, an idea, you know? So, yeah, you never know. And if there's a way that you can help other people with it too, sure. With something that you're interested in, that makes it even better. And, and we all appreciate what you're doing, you know, highlighting the, the the talent and the creatives in the area. Um, I, I know I personally love it and I hope, we can all grow together in this, you know, local community. I think there's so much potential here. Um, I'm, I'm hesitant to move to like an Austin or a Nashville because I think there is so much potential here. And I'm also, you know, honestly afraid to leave home if I'm being real, but, yeah. but I think, uh, I think we can all do a lot here and, and you're a big part of that. Oh, thanks, man. I, uh, I do think, uh, I, I believe in, St. Louis music. I mean, that's why I continue to do this, but I, I do think you're, you're tapping into it. Like that we need more community. Uh, we have incredibly talented players, songwriters, uh, studios, and, you know, we, we have all the things to be in Nashville or in Austin or whatever you want to say, you know, in uh, LA or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we have all the components we uh we just need to work together to support each other yeah we got to uh, draw that attention right uh because we're still considered uh you know flyover state for most people so they mm-hmm. uh you know i didn't but i i think uh we have some really great uh venues around uh uh you know we have there's so many opportunities to do stuff here in town so and it's affordable living for for independent artists you know it's like compared to 
coast and stuff, you know, and it's like, yeah. there's so many positives. We just need to, you know, figure out how to get more people on board with what we're doing here. So, um, but, uh, along with all the, uh, the music, you know, speaking of some of that, but do you, you saying something earlier off mic about maybe trying to get, uh, a, a group band together maybe and hit, trying to do maybe some weekends and yeah trying trying to spread the word around a little bit yeah so uh i'm working with a man named james jones he's a worship leader at sunrise church who i've been getting involved with he's a uh, uh he's gonna be my bass player i got uh a lead guitar that um is working with another band at the moment so i'm looking for potentially another filler piece on the lead and then the only thing we really need right now is a is a consistent drummer um looking for you know either some pros pros who don't need to really rehearse that often um or we can have you come out do a rehearsal something like that but i am actively looking for a drummer and then we're also thinking about maybe like a pedal steel or a fiddle to make it a little bit more country for the yeah, covers sure yeah yeah I'll offer a lot of dynamics with that uh, adding some some auxiliary players like that so yeah um but yeah that'd be cool man i'd be fun to hear the full sound and uh bringing some of these songs to life like that and <clears throat> getting out there maybe uh make you know shake some hands and make some make some new friends around along the way and they never know where the you know the right one you know lead you to the to that co-ride or that uh you know getting the in the room with the next uh you know, big thing, whatever it might be. So, right. Um, you know, I was kind of telling you a little stories off mic, but we, I've got quite a few friends that have made the jump and weren't going to Nashville and, and doing some really cool things, getting these, some co-writes and some, getting some artists to cut some of their songs. And, uh, you know, as a songwriter, like that's the, that's where you can start really making some money doing this thing. If you can get somebody, uh, you know, um, whatever you know somebody cut one of your tunes and it runs it up the charts you know it's like uh -huh. that's uh and then that just it keeps growing from there everybody's like oh well who's what's this guy who's you know what's this and i want to co-write with you too and all this right. things so it, go, it grows from there i just think uh i look you know i mean obviously uh one of the greats to do it uh but you know uh chris stapleton man like he he worked uh at it for a long time writing songs I was always one of my favorite writers for a long time, even before he went out and started doing his own music. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he was every song on the radio for a while. There was a Chris Stapleton co-write, um, along with being, uh, in, uh, steel drivers and stuff. And he was doing Johnson brothers and, but nobody really knew those groups had a following, but it wasn't like what he's doing today. But, right. uh, and then, like, he comes out with that Traveler record as a his debut album, and like everybody's like, "What the? You know, who's this guy?" And like, man, like he's took off. I I was fortunate enough to see him in um, a small club called Firebird uh, with like about four hundred people, right as Traveler was hitting. I think it was like maybe I think I don't know. It was like right around that time. I don't know if you remember, but one of the big i feel like one of the moments like that changed his life was he went on those uh, cma awards with justin timberlake and did mm -hmm. did tennessee whiskey and put especially with justin and everything putting him on that 
a massive scale. Uh, but I, I think that happened like, Oh, uh, like either the week before or the week after somewhere right, right around that show when I saw him and I was like, I knew like even going into that show, it sold out. And I was like, this is never going to happen again. This guy's on a rocket to the top. And, um, you know, so a, a long story to say, like it all started with songwriting. The guy's like in, yeah, I remember hearing a story with him saying that he learned that was a job. Like the <laughs> people got paid to do that. And he's like, okay, I'll do that. And like, and just started writing songs and how he's, you know, he's one of the greats to do it. So it's just, you know, it's a lot of hard work. I'm sure you write a lot that don't you don't share or what you know. It's like you want. Oh, you never know when the next one that might be the one that you know somebody wants to cut it and make it a hit single. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, as an independent, I honestly re- release pretty much almost everything that I yeah, write. You know, sure. I don't care if it's bad. I just someone could like it. Someone right. might want to cut it. You know, so yeah. I'll leave it at that. You're welcome to cut whatever. <laughs> <All> right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, have you got into any of that at all? Or trying to trying to pitch it at all? Or I've like a, pitched a little bit, um, but only uh, one or two times. Yeah. Um, but that's that is something I want to start working on independently, though. And uh, part of that is, I mean, it's just like I, it was starting a business. It's hard to figure that out and get the ball rolling. But I just, you know, I just committed to this full time a couple months ago, right. so. I got plenty of time to to figure it out and and hopefully as I grow organically online too and playing local stuff, you know, word starts to spread and it mm-hmm. could just happen organically too. Sure. Um yeah, just keep knocking on doors, man. Yeah. Yeah, make something happen. Um well, you're already off to a great start. You you know, it's fun to see a young guy that hustling and you know, wanting to do better and get stronger and uh you know, keep doing this thing, um, whether, you know, your songwriting or your and guitar playing and everything else, just in, like I said, stage performance or learning, learning all these things that it takes, uh, to polish it up. And, um, but, um, I think you're, you're well on your way, man, doing some, some great things already. And, uh, we're just getting warmed up with this thing. So, uh, I'm excited to see where this takes you. And, um, I think it'd be fun to, circle back uh you know keep up uh come back and talk about the next batch of songs and oh, yeah. you know, especially if you get that uh project together and stuff be fun to catch up and do another one of these and but um appreciate you taking some time to hang with me today man and again get plugged in andrewwebermusic.com with one b and you got your uh uh pretty much all the socials are all that too uh you can find uh Andrew there you can hit subscribe and get plugged in on for the podcast too and uh, follow along on his journey there and um, and then uh, come see him live when he come to a town near you again we got one uh, date closing out the year at uh, STL Throwdowns on December 30th but uh, but yeah man it's been fun hanging getting to know you a little better and I uh, really appreciate it man I appreciate you we all appreciate you, and if we don't, we should. But but I know I do. I love what you're doing. Um, I I believe that you have a bunch of. I mean, you've grown a ton, and you do a lot for the community. But I believe that there's even more growth. And and like we were talking about earlier, it's a team effort. So, right. um, listen, support, and let's work together. Let's grow this community. Shane, thank yeah. you so much. Great to meet you, man. Yeah, thank you. All right, bye, everybody. <laughs>